Hey, 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 yes, you are in the right place. This is a Yup podcast, but just a quick shout out to Norway. Hey, you are putting the Yup podcast on the map. Yes, Yup, I got you. It's trending in Norway. Hey, Norway, thank you. You other countries listening out there, hey, put me on the map. Hey, and then a quick shout out for my brother, Mike Baldwin, who has a new endeavor. That is icecreamgraphics.com, where you find totally original cool graphics. They are dead on for what you want. So go visit Mike Baldwin at icecreamgraphics.com. So I, and then the word scream, then graphics, then .com. You know how to find it. Yes, I screwed it up before, but this is a new and better day. And this, 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 and this. you yuppers out there welcome to the yup podcast this is your host tom baldwin and uh the guy who's on almost all the time (laughs) hey i just want to welcome you you are the most incredible people out there because you listen to this podcast and probably read a lot of books and listen to other podcasts and audiobooks and well read because you are interested in becoming the best and highest performer and the most whole and healthy human being that's out there so i just want to welcome you Thank you. I'm so honored to be part of your group and in your crowd and have you as someone who participates and listens to this podcast. I just want to thank you so much. I never take it for granted, all of you that listen out there. Thank you for sharing the podcast. You're just helping this podcast grow, reach more people. And you know that that is my passion is to reach more people just to help them learn from what I've learned from the mistakes I've made. So you don't have to make them or you can stop making them whatever it is. So thank you. Hey, if you just want to help me grow this podcast and you believe in what I'm doing and you appreciate the content, now you don't have to agree with me all the time, okay? That's never a premise. And matter of fact, if you do agree with me all the time, I'm a little concerned because I have, for one, I know how flawed I am. Now I learn and I'm always learning. And so doesn't mean I'm disqualified, just means that what, what does it mean? Tom is talking himself into a verbal wall. No, <laughs> it just means that I don't always get things right. And it's good to disagree. And it's good to have healthy disagreements because it causes us to work things out. So leading up is my email. You can always email me. I'm glad to have a conversation. Sometimes I get really busy. And so it's a little delayed as my brother can attest. Sometimes he emails or texts me and it takes me a day or two to return that because I do get busy, but I usually always return that. So I would love to hear from you. Even if you just thumbs up me, which a lot of you out there do, I so appreciate it. I have uh, some of my faithful listeners that always give me the thumbs up or, hey, nice job. Appreciate that content. And uh, you are so appreciated. So that email address is 406bigt at gmail.com. Pretty easy to remember. And the other thing that you can do for me, there's a couple things you can do for me. One that would be hugely appreciated if you rate me on Apple Podcasts because that helps get me on the radar. And so far, I'm not on Apple Podcasts radar. I'm on Apple Podcasts and I'm on all major podcast players. But when you rate me and uh, 
you know, these rating systems are a little rigged. You really need to have five stars to get on the radar. And I don't know why that is, because I believe four stars is pretty good. You know, three stars is average, but it's just not the way they work. So if I make you laugh or you just like, wow, no, that was some pretty good content there. Throw me the five stars. And lastly, as we go blah, blah, blah into the podcast is, uh, Yup. Dot solutions where you can visit the podcast player. I have some merchandise in the store there. I'm getting ready to upgrade a lot of that and make it more current. So it's not so, oh, gosh, should I say this about my own merchandise? Kind of dorky, kind of entry level, but Hey, you got to start somewhere. And, uh, and there's a guy that I follow as far as podcasting, and he talks about starting dirty. And uh, nah, it doesn't mean like dirty old man. It means you just get started before you have everything figured out. Maybe before you have all the skills honed. And some of you early listeners know how rough it was at the beginning. And maybe some of you are like, well, dude, it's still kind of rough. Ah, that is maybe true, but uh, always improving, but not afraid to start, not afraid to move into it learning like just a ton you know i've upgraded my sound equipment as i've come along and uh hey thanks for those of you out there that sent some support my way to help me do that it's always appreciated because you know this right now is a hobby it doesn't make money it takes money but it's out of the passion of my heart to give back that i do that and so those of you that have sent support that my way thank you for helping like purchase some sound equipment upgrade the camera my brother is helping me tremendously because he's an IT guy. Mike Baldwin, shout out to you, has uh, given me some advice and helped me upgrade some of my computer storage so I can begin to store some of this video and actually get it out there because my poor old, it's not that old, but computer is being maxed out as I'm loading uh, audio files and uh, video files in it and trying to process it. It's just like, whoa, dude, too, too much. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I know some in that realm, but his expertise is so appreciated. So, hey, thanks, brother. I so appreciate you. And, hey, we are, I'm trying to get caught up. I got behind on the podcast because, yes, I took a vacation to Florida and saw my brother, and we had a great time. But when I got back, man, and life just quap, you know, hit me like crazy. And so I've been crazy busy. So I've just been trying to get content caught up, become current because, you know, those of you that listen faithfully, I really appreciate you. And uh, I, I feel obligated to bring content to you on a regular basis because your subscription means something to me. And as you subscribe to the podcast, I just, I really appreciate you. And you just, you cannot know how much encouragement you bring my way. And uh, I'm just so hopeful that what I have to say encourages you along in your quest to be a higher performer, to be freer, to live healthier, and just to live the best life possible. So back to the intro and this and this and this is kind of what happened to me when I got back from Florida, man, all kinds of circumstances. And it's crazy, the realm of circumstances. And I just felt like if someone had sat me down and asked me, hey, what's going on? That's what I would say. And this and this and this and this and this. It's like I was at a buffet line for stress. And it was like, oh, what flavor of stress would you like? Would you like Work stress. Oh, yes, I'll, I'll take some work stress. Oh, would you like family stress? Oh, yes, please uh, serve me up a couple scoops of family stress. Oh, and you know, with that family stress specifically, can you just scoop up some teenage stress in there? And uh, since we're a homeschool family, would you just scoop up a couple things of homeschool stress? And uh, 
oh, and you know, if it's not enough, you know, let's just some general relationship stress. Let's let's scoop some general relationship stress in there. Oh, oh boy, your plate's full, sir. Uh, uh, would you like a second plate? Oh, I, I think I do need a second plate. Oh, let's just serve up. Oh, some mechanical stress. Oh, your truck. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. I think you need a big, big helping of mechanical stress. Oh, oh, uh, oh. Here now, you are are part of this community organization for homeschoolers. Oh, would you like some stress in that area too? Oh, yes, please, sir. Could I have some more? Could you please just serve up some of that stress? Oh, and, uh, oh, I see you have miscellaneous stress there. Uh, boy, I think I just need some of that because I have all these projects that I started at home and uh, I just don't have time to finish them. Could you just uh, serve some of that up too? Oh, uh, sir, would you like a hand? It looks like we have three or four plates here now. Um, would you like some dessert stress? And I'm like, mm, I think I'm going to pass. I don't even think I can finish and get through the stress I have. And as you sit down and you look and you just, oh, that's what it felt like when I got back from Florida. And yes, I'm not exaggerating. I'm probably underestimating the amount of issues that began to hit me as I came back from Florida. And uh, I'm proud to say that almost none of that is resolved. Some of that is resolved and it's, it's getting resolved slowly, but some of the big issues are not resolved and they're still on the plate. And some of you may be asking, how the heck are you managing all that? Or some of you are just like, dude, that's that doesn't sound that bad compared to what my life is. And if that's the case, oh man, my heart goes out to you because stress, literally stress is a killer. And for me, it is tied to my eating. And those of you that know, you know, I did 28 days of fasting, which is an incredible accomplishment. And uh, not to brag, but it's not every day and it's not every person that can do that. And so here I come off of that and I go see my brother and we have a good time. And I come home and I hit, bam, smack into the pool that I often drown in because stress, I am a stress eater in a large part. I know there are a lot of you out there that are habitual eaters and you eat when you're bored and things like that. And yeah, there's maybe some of that, but it's pretty minor in my life. The biggest component for me is stress. And when I get stressed out, you know, in the days when I went to Burger King, I try not to eat that food anymore. And sorry, Burger King, but you kind of fall in the category of fake food for me now. And I, I try to eat more healthy whole foods, which oftentimes means cooking for myself because it becomes difficult to find that out there. Now, do I eat 100% healthy? No, but I would say I'm in the 85% category. I still have my occasional snacks. I like my chocolate, but for the most part, I eat pretty healthy. But back in the day, and so I can do this with healthy food, but we'll go back in the day at Burger King when I would get super stressed out, I could eat three or four Whoppers. And when they would have them for 99 cents, which is just wrong for a stress eater, I would go through and order four of those. And there's something inside of me, and there's maybe some of you that can relate out there, or there's a different issue with stress for you. And there's some of you, when you get stressed, you don't eat. And I kind of actually wish I had that problem because right now I would be dropping weight left and right. But right now the battle is is to eat in moderation and to process the stress because everything in me, when I have all that stress served up, and I use the analogy of the buffet, the buffet, because it is appropriate in my life in regards to the more stress I eat. And there's something in my physiology or in my mental state, probably in my mental space, in my consciousness, in my unconsciousness, that as I eat, it brings me some kind of strange peace. 
And I'm not sure what that is. But, you know, stress doesn't really end until, you know, you work through all the issues. But sometimes stress and the big stresses are often long term and you have to process them long term. When you're a stress eater and it doesn't end, so neither does the end of your eating because you need to eat to get peace. And so that's what I've been dealing with. And so what I just want to share with you today is a little trick that I've learned over the years and I've perfected it and honed it. And the season, after coming out of that season and fasting, there were a lot of good things that came from that season. And it was some mental clarity in my headspace and some stamina as far as eating and thinking about eating. Um, and that has allowed me to do this, but it is spotlighting stress. And so you're like, well, what do you mean by spotlighting stress? Okay, so I have all these different stresses out there that are in the realm and they're all affecting me and they're all touching me. And they're, you know, sometimes during the day, they touch me multiple times a day, especially when you have stress with your family and relationships at home. You know, there's often texts and phone conversations that happen. And so that is touching you all day long when you have mechanical stress and you're driving to work and your truck dies on the side of the road, you know, that is touching you and affecting you. And so our stresses often touch and affect. And so what I've learned is I just spotlight on one stress. And so it's like I hit all the lights. So in the room, there's stress all around and I just kill the lights. So it's immediately dark. So I can't see all the other stresses. Now, this is a mental exercise, mind you. And so just envision this in your mind's eye and your imagination is the place where your new reality can start. So get used to it. Use your mind's eye. And it's been a while since we talked about the mind's eye, but the mind's eye and the imagination is a really powerful place. And there's a lot of freedom in the mind's eye space if you can utilize it as a tool. And it is definitely a tool. So in my mind's eye, I'm envisioning all my stress in a room with me and I just kill the lights and I can't see any of it. And so I just rest for a while and just shut it all off. And, you know, that's easier said than done. Um, A couple tricks that I've learned with that is uh, music. You find the music that soothes your soul. For me, it is very meditative, like original worship music as far as the Christian faith. And so we're not talking the canned stuff you hear on the radio. We're talking about the stuff you have to dig deep for on Pandora and stuff. And it helps like unlock that... uh, cover this over the switches to turn those lights off to find some peace for you. It may be jazz. It may be lounge music, whatever it is, you know, sometimes, you know, maybe it's candlelight and staring at the candle. I know there's people that have done that, you know, as I'm talking, I believe answers come into your mind's eye, into your, your mental space. And so as I'm talking, what is that? That probably, well, I'm not going to say probably. I, I firmly believe when things pop like that into your head, that is the answer. And so that is the thing. Grab onto it. And so just stay there for a while with the lights off once you find out how to do that. And I flip them back on and I've had the moment of rest and peace and things have quieted in this uh this being that is Tom Baldwin that exists on numbers of planes, not just in this physical plane. And you know that, that you exist in multiple planes. So I have some peace. I turn the lights on and there's all the stress and I begin to prioritize them. Most urgent, next urgent, next urgent, not urgent, not urgent, you know, and I begin to sequence them. And then sometimes they go around, I need to deal with this, but it won't be completely done. And so I'll have to swap back and forth. So then what I do is I hit the lights again and I spotlight a beam of light, okay? 
This is just a beam of light. This isn't lighting up the whole room like we had before, like floods that hit everything and there's no dark corner and the stress is there. I spotlight that one thing and I have all my focus on that. So what happens is that all the energy and all the creativity that is in this Tom Baldwin is now focused on the most eminent, the most important issue that I have to deal with right now. My energies are not going out to all these other things. My energies are going to the one thing. And what I found with spotlighting is for one, you get a lot of peace and that focused energy is incredible in solving and working through these stressful issues. And so I've been doing that as I probably have eight to 10 very stressful situations in my life. You know, the first thing that I focus on is, you know, I had a project that I had to do. And so my energy has went into that. Now that has taken a while, but I have these other things still exist, but I do not have the lights on in them. Occasionally, as you know, one comes up and I need to turn the spotlight, I never turn the lights back on and look at everything because that'll just disable me. That's like paralyzing stress. I'll take the spotlight off, shine it on this other issue. Let's say my truck broke. And so I had to shine it on that issue. It's like I had to get a tow truck. I had to find a way to work. And then I had to figure out a replacement vehicle. Okay, I shined it on that probably for two hours till I resolved that. And then it went back in to the project and what it took to get that project done. And then as I finished that project, then the spotlight went to the next priority. Now, sometimes these other priorities pop up a little bit. And so you just, you never turn the lights back on because that just overwhelms you and it serves no purpose other than disabling you. And so you just systematically take the spotlight and it's very focused, intense energy. And it has the power to get so much done. But when you turn the lights on, all your energy just goes to viewing and what ifing. And man, that is an energy sucker. It is also a primary way to go down the path of depression. And it is it has a disease associated where that tape plays in your head round and round. And so you have all these tapes of all these different situations. You know, it's like the truck. Oh, you're thinking about this and this and what should I do? And then you're watching a YouTube video. And then you're thinking about, in my case, the community um, group that we were dealing with. And they were having elections and it was about ready to make this huge, huge course change. And so you're worrying and stressing about that and playing the what if game. Man, does that, that taps you out so fast. So spotlighting for me has become a tremendous tool. Now, can I tell you the stresses that I'm working through right now? Man, this is probably a three to four week process. Okay. Maybe some of you, your stresses are pretty minor and you can do them in a day. I have some big stuff and they may even play out to be a couple of three, four months. Okay. The spotlighting is helping me to keep my sanity to keep on task, to keep my energy high and keep it focused, to keep me at the maximum productivity level. Now, occasionally you have to go and touch some of these areas because, you know, they often involve people, but you can just deal with these. It's just like, hey, I'm going to get to that. Or, you know, in the evenings, maybe you're, you're spotlighting what your project is during that day. And in the evening, you have a little break. So you take the spotlight And you put it on maybe these relationship issues for a while and you begin to do that and you bring your intense focus into that. And it's also really important. The spotlight has to turn off at some point because you got to relax and you got to restore. And so the key is in the evening, what is that that helped you shut the lights off in the room 
Now you got to shut that spotlight off because you need that rejuvenation that comes from rest and specifically sleep. So, hey, my friends, uh, just uh, a little tip and hack that I found that's incredibly helpful for processing stress. And hey, this isn't just BS. This is something that I'm living even today and practicing it today as I'm spotlighting on podcasts and you, the community out there that I care deeply about and I so appreciate. I'm really grateful for you and you need to know that I think about you often and my heart goes out to you and I am a huge admirer of anybody that begins to tackle the tough issues, even the not so tough issues are always, you're just an ever learning person. You are, mm, we are, we are, uh, how, how do I do this? Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're more than friends. We're kindred spirits. So, Hey, as we wrap up here, I want you to have a fan dang tastic week. And Hey, uh, I'm just going to put a plug in here and, uh, I get no sponsorship from these guys. And uh, a lot of you out there know that occasionally I like to enjoy cigars, okay? In moderation, you know, cigars is something that helps relax me. I'm not a chain smoker. I enjoy them occasionally. And I know I talk a lot of health stuff here too, but cigars with friends is hugely relaxing. And I would argue that it has some benefits. But I found this company, if you're into it, it's this, maybe I shouldn't tell you guys because you maybe are going to buy them and raise the prices even higher. Now, this is a great company. If you do it, Ezra Zion Cigars, you can find them online. Small batch runs of cigars, some incredible cigars. Okay, I get nothing from these guys. I'm going to review some of their cigars, but I get nothing. But hey, just for the fun of it, just mention my name and this podcast and let's see what happens. So, hey, you are awesome. Go out there and make a difference. Why? Because I got you. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.